Hello, everybody. This is Clay Foreman, and uh, I'm here with Melissa Diaz. What's up? On the Turtle Reads podcast. Um, how are you doing, Melissa? I'm doing okay, sorta. <laughs> Just hot. A lot of shit going on. Really? Not really, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you were talking about how you're catching some shit for an Instagram post or something, or a podcast you did. Uh, yeah. I did a podcast, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? And in the on the podcast, these two hosts, uh, neither one of them is uh, Latino or whatever, right? So they were asking me something. I don't know how the conversation started. They asked me, what's, what is the difference between let, uh, different kinds of Spanish is based on the country, right? And I was like, you know, Dominicans and Puerto Ricans, I'm both. Um, they have a funny way of talking, I think, and, it, and people make fun of it a lot. And they were like, well, what does it sound like? So I was like, this, right? And I did an impression of both. And um, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> no regrets. But um, the, the video, that they, the clip that they posted was a clip of that part. And it got thousands of views. I got a bunch of followers out of it, right? But then I also got a bunch of hate comments on the bottom, which is hilarious. I, I didn't know what was happening. My friend hit me up. He was like, uh, yo, you guys see what they're saying in the comments? And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, they're fucking saying all this crazy shit. So I looked it up, and it's like, what? You're, you're, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't talk like that. I don't talk like that. Right? And then and all a bunch of, she's, she's, she's not even real Dominican. She's she's faking it she's something else right and it's like or like why are you telling white people about us you know like all kinds of it's just ridiculous and um it's been happening for a couple of days now so apparently very controversial making fun of the way people talk right even if it's somewhere you come you like yeah it's it's your heritage that like these yeah. are your people that's like people get someone if i could do a decent cajun accent and people got mad at me for it it's like go fuck yourself well, the thing is, I could do my family if I want. <laughs> exactly. exactly. But you, you could do anybody. It's it, the, the worse you do it, the better. Yeah. It's just fun. Yeah. Right? But these people were just. You, you make it outlandish just focusing on one specific little bit of the accent or whatever, and you make it as wild and funny as possible. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. I got. I got uh, some exposure because of it, so it's good. There you it's go. just funny that even when I'm not trying to be controversial, it just you just stumble into being controversial yeah. no matter what. And people were looking for something to get mad at, and, and that's totally fine. That was your yeah. That was their outlet, your your clip for the their outlet for the week. Listen, I almost died last week, so I don't give a fuck about what these happened? people. I didn't really. Okay. I thought I did though. I thought I almost died, but I did not. I just had no experience driving a car through hail, uh, so. This is what happened on my drive back from Colorado. Um, it's a it's a really long drive. It takes a full day. It's like sixteen hours or something like that, right? So we were gonna sleep over somewhere, but we were still driving, and we had just gotten to just about gotten to Texas when I got a, an alert on my phone, a weather alert. Be careful. There's gonna be severe thunderstorms and hail or whatever. Yeah. And I never experienced that shit. I don't drive. Right? I grew up in New York City. Everything is new. So I'm like, this looks serious, right? And Gene's like, yeah, it's fine. And so I'm going based on what he's saying because he knows. And suddenly the storm hits. And that shit scared the crap out of me. It was, I've never experienced that before. Yeah. It felt like we were about to be underwater. That's how hard it hit. Yeah. And it was straight up hail. Like the car has marks. And it wasn't even, what they say is the really bad hail. Those, yeah. those golf ball sized hail mm-hmm. um, that, that can hit you. And 
just those little bits of hail. Let's get the crap out of me. And there was so nobody could drive. So everybody had to drive at like 10 miles an hour. Yeah. You've been in that situation before? Uh, yeah. I lived in Seattle and uh, I was working for Jump Bike and I've, I'd never experienced it. I barely experienced driving in snow before that, mm -hmm. but for like, I have the utmost confidence in my driving. Like I, I believe I am a, an amazing driver and I am. I, believe. I have a chauffeur's license. I've trained, I've driven a parade float. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a really good driver. So like, but I'd never driven in snow before I lived in Seattle and I definitely never experienced a hailstorm. Uh, but we were, it was like, I don't know, for a month we, we got snowed out of our warehouse for that we worked for Jump Bike, but they still needed somebody to go by the warehouse and they still needed somebody to go by the warehouse every now and then and kind of do some shit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go in. I put on some, uh, the chains around my tires and shit. And then, uh, like every day would drive into the warehouse with hail going and like in the, on ice. You feel like you're going to die, right? Nah, I was fine. I was doing that shit great. Dude, I felt like I was going to die. It was, it was uh, like, you could, you could kind of like peel out a little bit with the, with the ice. I was having so much fun with it. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I just have so much confidence in my driving. I'm like, no, I'll pull this shit off. <laughs> I got this. Yes. <laughs> but it was snow hail, right? Yeah. I think that's a little bit No, different. no, it was, it was, it was at one point Rain they hail? had hail, hail. Like, but like rain and hail, uh, like blizzard hail, blizzard hail. Yeah. Well, this was, and we were driving through a part where there's kind of tornadoes and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was just, I'd never been in that environment before. Okay. And also I don't know about the terrain. So I'm imagining all kinds of shit that I read about, but yeah. don't, I don't know what the fuck, I, like mudslides. I was like, are we going to die from mudslides? There's no way it's too flat. It's Texas. Right. Oh, I thought we were going to, um, maybe drive into a lower elevation and just end up drowning the way people do. Right. Because I also, like I said, I don't understand Texas terrain. Right. So I'm thinking that that's just I'm, I'm thinking it's done. It's going to happen. Yeah. We're dead. So I'm sitting there like, oh, my God. You know, just and like, oh, my God. That's, that's those are my death uh, uh, statements. You know, everybody has theirs. Sometimes yeah. you whimper or whatever. Apparently, I just go, oh, my God, over and over again, like a fucking Puerto Rican. And, you know, uh I just thought we were going to die. It was weird. Have you ever thought you were going to die before? Not really. Ever? Nah. Let me tell you something. Oh, wait, wait. No, once. Okay, I did once. Right. Uh, or, okay, now twice. Uh, one time I thought, <laughs> I, one time I, I thought I had, I, I guess I probably did get COVID, but I thought it was something else. I was just in my bed shivering uncontrollably for like three hours straight and I legit pulled out a Google doc. It was like, started typing like two my people I love and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then another time I, uh, yeah, I was going to call my mom. Yeah. It was, I, I was just laying in bed shivering going, this is serious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other time, uh, it's probably my most embarrassing story. Uh, I shit myself unconscious. Oh, <laughs> that happened to me one time. <laughs> like I stra I didn't like I strained so hard that everything. Just, oh, well, yeah. Okay. Every, my whole body just gave up, sh released everything. And then I fell forward and passed out, hitting my face on the floor. And Holy I was like, shit. oh, wow, this is how I die. Well, <laughs> I, 
I had a similar. Okay, I didn't think I was gonna die though, but that would have been fucked up if you had died that way. That sucks. Like I was like, I'm gonna die like Elvis, but this one's in my house. Yeah, <laughs> this is the most depressing way to die ever. Yeah, yeah, dying on the toilet is. You don't want. That's the one I think that nobody wants. It's, it's like please anything but that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, I didn't. Well, I didn't think I was gonna die. I just passed out one time and shit myself because I was. I had been drinking. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was like on a bender and yeah. no food. So liquid diet and the liquid was whiskey. Right. Right. And vodka and Bacardi 101 and all this shit. And I was just kind bong water <laughs> drinking and smoking to make more. And, uh, and it was just crazy. It was a crazy couple of weeks. And uh, and then at one point I woke up, you know, did a little wake and bake. And then I was yeah. like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Right. Went to the bathroom, passed out shit myself. And it was like... And then I and then I came to and I was like I just shit my pants. Yeah, yeah. mine mine was way more depressing. I just yeah. had one night of like I ate an entire one of the big boxes of bagel bites. Yeah, ate a whole box of that and then went went to the toilet and I strained so hard that I got I looked it up later muscular syncope, Ooh. which is where all of your muscles just Break give down. up. Yeah. They just get, everything gives up. Everything I felt a tingle going from like my hips down my body. So I thought that all of my intestines had released. Yeah. Like my bowels just released in in my body. And so I'm like, oh, everything's just going to eat away from stomach acid. I'm about to die here. That's and so then sweet. I just like sh- everything out and then just fall forward on my face and pass out because <laughs> I, I couldn't control shame. any anything in my body. It's a damn <laughs> shame. I didn't even know what that fucking happened. That's <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> Next time yeah. I will. I'm not going to push again. <laughs> I'll sit on the toilet for two days if it takes two days. I'm not going to fucking... It was, it was wild because, yeah, I woke up just ass in the air, fucking no pants on, just like, what the fuck happened? Like you got prison raped <laughs> by yourself. Luckily, I was... I, yeah, that, I, I lived in that house by myself. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. The roommate comes home and goes, looks in the something. bathroom. Dude, I was not alone when I shit my pants. <laughs> And so I had to fake it, right? I didn't fool anybody, but nobody wanted to talk about it. So I didn't either. It was fucking crazy. Yeah, people people are too cavalier about their assholes. I got to say that. I've always been aware of that, though. You know, like, people are too... You got to be really careful with how you put shit in your asshole and how it comes out. You know what I mean? And I I feel like people are just not... No, yeah, it's... you You want your asshole... You want you gotta take care of your asshole because ah. that is the that's one of the orifices. It will it goes. I really after want a, a bidet. Age. I really want a bidet so bad. I got one, but I have to set it up because you have to get a special um, fixture for the water the, line. the yeah the water line. So I have I haven't yet to get that because you have to measure it. Yep. Yeah, I was I was thinking of just getting a bunch off of Amazon, trying them all, and then just returning the ones that yeah. don't fit. Why not? Right. But a I really bidet, want one that would. I, it would help so much with just like regular upkeep. Water squirter. They they have those what portable bidets. Okay. Which is really just a water squirter. Yeah. You just it's a it's a asshole squirter for your <laughs> it's water. But yeah. Yeah. I tried a coffee enema one time. You ever did that? No. I'm not gonna no. <laughs> it's good for you. I'm sure. I don't drink coffee the right way either way. Well, why not drink it the wrong way? Huh? <laughs> I, I love coffee. I That's why I'll even put it up my asshole. <laughs> I don't like bitter stuff. I won't like bitter stuff up my ass. You don't know that. <laughs> you, you don't know that. 
You, you might have opposite. Right? <laughs> it's just sweet, like my favorite thing, here, dude. Bitter down there. Uh, Louis C.K. has the best bitter joke sweet. of uh, he he. It was the uh, opium suppository. He'd gotten an opium suppository at the doctor one one time because they were about to like do prostate exam. Oh yeah. And he, as soon as the the suppository yeah. goes, and he's just like, more. "Oh, more, more yeah. of stuff in my ass, please! <laughs> oh yes, everything in my ass. <laughs> it's the best." Yeah, that's why he's the goat. All right, well, um, we that should was, move on from ass talk. That was a very scatological intro. Yeah, but great. it was great. <laughs> Something about well, you know, you can't really talk about death without shitting yourself because yeah. you shit yourself when you die. Yeah. So this is actually that was a, a, an appropriate association. So I don't know if that's all always true though. I don't know how true it is either, but it seems believable. Yeah. I, I don't disbelieve that. I'm like that figures. Yeah. That figures because that is life always gets the last laugh, well, I, and it could be by making you shit your f- fucking pads before you. I I, I understand fully die. that like your body eventually will shit out everything after you die, but I don't think it happens automatically. I think like a person could die and then the ambulance comes pick them up and then like on the way to the hospital. <laughs> He's already dead for like five minutes, but he might shit himself in the ambulance. That would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but for everybody, but, but, but the dead person, I, I would prefer to shit my pants while I'm still alive dying be, so that I could have a good chuckle just before I go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the cosmic irony of it. What if, what if you're like about to die and that like you're, you're running in the ambulance and you start shitting yourself as they do the defibrillator and wake you up. You wake up shitting yourself from being dead. How would you fine. feel about that? I'd be glad I woke up. <laughs> that's, not, that's, that's not anything they haven't seen before. I don't give a fuck. If, it, if that's going to bring me back, I'll, I hope I shit up the whole fucking ambulance until <laughs> we're all up to our necks in it. I don't care. I'll be alive. For, fine. All right, this is getting gross. We got to move on. (laughs) This is getting really bad. All right. So the book we read, uh, like, like, you know, actual scholars, uh, Lords and Ladies, (laughs) is a fantasy novel by British writer Terry Pratchett, 14th Discworld book. It was originally published in 1992, and it is uh, kind of a play off of A Midsummer's Night night stream. Yeah, but also other themes, quantum physics, basically. And like ancient fucking like the stone circles and shit like that right. is pretty fun yeah. uh the long man i think it's hilarious just the cock and balls yeah that's great <laughs> that's really good yeah it was it was definitely pretty a pretty good continuation of the story yeah the witches um so it's about granny weatherwax nanny og and magret garlic return to lanker after their recent adventure in genua yeah after the uh uh, which is a broad series. They went on a, like a little ex- exploring all around the Discworld, getting a bunch of different little knickknacks and shit like that from across the Discworld, uh, going on vacation. Magrat is stunned when King Varence proclaims their imminent marriage, having already made all the arrangement in her absence. The sudden appearance of crop circles reveals to Nanny and Granny that it is now circle time, a convergence of parallel universes when the Discworld is susceptible to incursions from the parasite universe of the elves. Elves are capricious and amoral creatures that enter the minds of animals and sentient beings in a more destructive way than witches do, using glamour to to alter humans' perceptions of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, making elves like 
completely malicious was an interesting take, you know? Yeah, it's it's been it's it is something that has been done in other literature, but usually they make fairies the ones that are yeah the dark uh, tricksters. But yeah, the elves, it's good. They made them dark uh, tricksters, but kind of like cats, yeah. right? They start he starts comparing them to cats a lot towards the end. Yeah, I do like how they have uh, the beginning. The first scene was so fucking intense with Jason Og, uh, the the Smith, and mm-hmm. Death. Whenever he's making, uh, he's shooing Death's horse, right? And he like he asks, "If I take off this blindfold, what will I see?" And he's like, he just stands. Death stands in front of him. He's like, "What do you think you'll see?" <laughs> he's yeah, like, uh, I think I'll see something that would make me wish I had this blindfold on. Still. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, and, and that that the horseshoes from Death's horse are like special, like. You know, he won. Uh, he would travel around playing horseshoes at different fairs and never lose using those horseshoes. Yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> and it would. So did he? He gave him special metal for that, right? No, it's he uses lanker metal, let it, lanker iron, and then any horseshoe that he takes off of the uh, of Death's horse, he puts in a special he just bucket reuses it. and he reuses it for that, or he hangs it above his uh, door. Yeah, or goes and plays horseshoes with. That's yeah. It. Damn, I wish I had something that would help me gamble. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just some magical thing that, like, yep, I mean. It's basically like winning the lottery. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah. But the elves are. The, you know yeah. what the elves made me think of? Influ- inst- like influencers, sort of. Not the, the people themselves, but the effect of them. Yeah, that the glamour. They make, it's a glamour, makes everybody else feel like shit. Yeah. By comparison. Yeah, the constant filters and all that kind of shit. And yeah. And then they make you basically lo- you lose everything by if you, f- if you get too into them. Yeah. Yeah. Start leaving out milk for them and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leave out milk <laughs> for an Instagram model. <laughs> uh, they are normally kept away. The elves are normally kept away by a circle of magnetized iron standing stones known as the dancers. When Nanny and Granny refuse to explain the situation to Magrat, she leaves the coven, disavows witchcraft, and moves into an apartment in Lanker Castle. She soon becomes bored with the courtly lifestyle and unsure of her place. Uh, yeah, she... That whole thing with, like... I don't know. What? The king, like, reading all the books to figure how to, how to be a king, but he was a fool to begin with. Yeah, like, I feel like that's something I would do. <laughs> I would be like, all right, I got to read up on this. <laughs> Just don't do shit. <laughs> uh, Munstrom Ridcully, Arch Chancellor of Unseen University, leads a small group of faculty to attend the wedding. Along the way, they are joined by dwarfish Lothario Casanunda. Yeah, Casanunda's back, who was trying to fuck Nanny in... Yeah, that was pretty great. ...the book before. Now he's back, and basically, I'm pretty sure they fuck at some point. They're gonna. Yeah. They're the, you can, the, the chemistry is palpable. Yeah. I'm looking up uh, art of the witches. I wonder if there's any porno ones. <laughs> I bet there is. Um, really obscure. Art of the witches, you said? You know, but when people draw their favorite characters oh, on, just, on the internet. If you want to look up porn for it, look up... Uh, oh, yeah. What was that website you told me about? It's uh, Rule... I think Rule 42... Rule 42? Yeah, just just type in um, Granny Weatherwax Rule 42. 
Granny Weatherwax. Well, I was actually looking for Magret. Oh, Magret. Yeah, I wanted to see if they managed to, because she's so unsexy. They always talk about how not sexy that chick is. Yeah, there isn't much. There's some good Granny Weatherwax art, though. That's kind of how I figure she looked. Good bone structure. Oh, rule 34. I had the wrong rule. Oh, rule 34. Yeah. So. Yeah, nobody wants to make these chicks sexy. <laughs> there isn't anything. Safe search blurring is on. What are you doing? When, when do I ever <laughs> safe search anything? I like how Terry Pratchett always gives the older characters some healthy sex lives. Yeah, I mean, he he was an older dude. I'm, I'm sure he was like, yeah, I wanna, I'm 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 still fucking. Yeah, that's something that they do more in Europe than here. Here, I don't. Once you turn 26, people are like, ew, ew. Are you fucking? Magrat. Magrat. Isn't she flat? Supposed to be flat chested though. No, no, she's uh, fairly buxom. Really? Yeah, just not the biggest. But she, they say, they always say that she's just like a like an ironing board or something. Well, I mean, you can't really. If you're making porn of it, you gotta give her something. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. <laughs> this was not as fruitful of a search as I expected. <laughs> anyway. Yes, we are looking up porn. <laughs> um. What the fuck else is the internet for? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Granny and Nanny discover that a group of local girls, led by Diamanda Tuckley, and including Agnes Knit, have formed a new coven, whose activities include dancing naked at the dancers. The two elderly witches try to convince them to stop, with Granny ultimately besting Diamanda in a public witchcraft contest and discrediting the new coven. Yeah, they uh, both stare at the sun. Yeah, but the way Granny wins is kind of bullshit. No, it's not. It, it kind of is, though. It isn't, but... She, Granny would probably would have won without Nanny calling over the kid. But... Yeah. Still, she, she was... She won. Yeah. She yeah. won. Yeah. She won Best Witch, but she didn't win Staring Contest. <laughs> but the Staring Contest was to determine Best Witch, therefore she won. That's, that's what I mean, though. It's kind of like, all right. Yeah. Um, but a defiant Diamanda later runs through the dancers into the land of the elves where she is knocked unconscious by a poisoned elven arrow before being rescued by Granny. Nanny subdues an elf that pursues them back into Lanker using an iron fireplace poker. Oh yeah, and, and by this point, uh, the unicorn has already come through, which was awesome. Yeah. I thought that was cool as fuck. It just straight up stabbed a dude through the chest. Right. Right away. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yep, this is a unicorn and it's bloodthirsty. Yeah, it's, it's insane. <laughs> Red-eyed, crazy unicorn. Yeah. Um, Every 10-year-old girl's dream. <laughs> Elves and their powers are severely weakened by iron. The witches bring Diamanda and the elf to Lanker Castle, where Magrat treats Diamanda, and Varence agrees to imprison the elf, though Magrat inadvertently frees it later. Meanwhile, Granny has be begun to experience memories of other paths her life has taken in parallel worlds, as well as growing sense of her own impending death. Yeah, that was one thing. Magrat just constantly, like, in trying to defy the witches, she constantly fucks shit up. 
like taking the iron away from around Diamanda while they have her passed out. Oh yeah. You know, like constantly fucking shit up that like, that's one of those scenes where you're like, don't do it. You stupid <laughs> bitch. Right. You're just reading it like you dumbass. What's wrong with you? You dumb bitch. Yeah. It's, I know she wants to be defiant and prove that she can do her own thing, but also, you know that they're, the witches do shit for certain reasons. You used to be one. Yeah. Just roll with it. But she resents that. Yeah. Because she wants to know. <laughs> what you gonna do? Uh, Jason Og and the other Lanker Morris men plan a play to be performed for the wedding guests. When they rehearse near the dancers, the elves influence themselves to include elvish elements in the play. As a result, when the play is performed at the dancers, it causes sufficient belief, a powerful force on the disc world, that the elves are able to make the guests dismantle the stone circle. The elves arrive, and the elf queen plans to legitimize her rule of Lanker by marrying Varence. None of the members of the Lanker coven are present at this time. Megret has locked herself in her room due to perceived insults in a letter she has discovered, written by Granny to Varence, advising him to plan the wedding Nanny is being rom- romanced by Casanunda, and Granny has been magically whisked away by Ridcully, who hopes to resume a romantic connection they had when much younger. Yeah, that was... <laughs> although... So, in Equal Rights... I think it was Equal Rights. Yes, yeah, that was uh, Equal Rights. Gran- whenever Granny and Ridcully have the battle... When, why didn't they recognize each other then? Yeah, I know. I, I thought that was a little weird. As yeah. I was reading it, I was like, which came first then? Or what's happening right yeah, now? Yeah, like they had a relationship way back in Lanker whenever they were kids. So And then they met each other and did like, they had like a whole magical battle. But yet they never talked about, hey, we had this romance back in the day. Like, Yeah, they did have chemistry. They had chemistry, but they... That, but there was they, no mention of, of any of the old, past. Yeah. I think he added that later. Also, you know, he had Alzheimer's. <laughs> you know, let the guy... Yeah, yeah, I know, but that was, <laughs> that was like going through my head the whole time. I'm like, this could have been much deeper, but okay. I know. <laughs> yeah, I was a little weirded up. I was like, what's happening right now? All right, yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be a thing, and the nanny og and Castanunda are for sure gonna fuck. Yeah. Um, Can she even have a baby anymore? Oh no, she has she has like 15 or something kids. Like she's done. She's uh, done, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She she she's just gonna fuck just for fuck. What happens when a witch goes through menopause? Does Everybody it, does regrets it. Melt? It. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody it loses. Faces. <laughs> like, the, the whole village is frogs by the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember my mom went through menopause. It was terrifying. <laughs> was lurking in the shadows and shit for a while. For like a full month, she'd be like, why didn't you wash the dishes? Like, don't, don't kill me. Uh, the women only become aware of what has happened once the elves begin to wreak havoc in Lanker. Aided only by General Dog's body, Sean Og, hmm. who's hilar- like hilarious little fucking add-on, uh, yeah. getting the, that little f- book of fighting stuff and just practicing. Yeah. I think that's hilarious. Magrat fights her way through the infiltrated castle. She discovers a portrait of Queen Insi, once the kingdom's legendary... One of, One of the kingdom's legendary founders. Suddenly inspired by the idea of becoming a warrior queen, Magret finds and dons Incy's armor. Feeling influenced by Incy's spirit and unaware that Incy is a fiction, the armor constructed from cookware only a few generations previously, hmm. she rescues a captured Sean and sets out for the dancers. 
While Granny and Ridcully make their way through the woods, resulting in Granny's capture by the elves, Nanny and Casanunda travel through a gateway to the abode of the elf king, who opposes the elf queen despite being her spouse. Yeah, he, uh, they go and they find the long man, which is just a giant cock and ball symbol in the ground. <laughs> and they yeah. go into that underground thing and go talk to the elf king. Uh, the elf king is the witch god, right? Turns out he's also the god of witches or something. It's it, it, no, he's like a what is he? Somewhat of like a Viking. Well, the, king. you know, Wiccan, Wiccan, what religion? If you're gonna call it that, really, yeah. Wiccan archetypes has they have uh, the horn one guy yeah. that people call Satan, but really it's Cerno, just some guy with horns. Cernovich or something. Yeah. Um. It's this one. From what I can tell, whenever she was walking through his catacombs, like they had the bodies of like soldiers along the walls, and she's like, "Oh, watch this! My dad taught me this trick." And she rang a little bell. Oh yeah, and the guy. And sits one up. of them sits up and wakes up. He's like, "Is it time?" And she's like, "Not yet." And he's like, "Well, fuck off! I need to get more sleep." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Don't, yeah, it's yeah. basically like a kind of like a, a Norse warrior catacomb where if one day they're they're. The dead army will rise again and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's all like Valhalla, yeah. Druid kind of stuff. Yeah, Druidic, like uh, Celtic shit. All right, well, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Granny appears to be dead. Wait. No, wait, no, we're not there. At the dancers. Okay, my, my bad. I... Listen. Take two. It's okay. <laughs> at the dancers, McGrath arrives to confront the elf queen at the same time as the people of Lanker, rallied by Sean and Nanny. But the elf queen quickly subdues McGrath with glamour. The captive granny mentally combats the elf queen and releases McGrath from the glamour before succumbing to the elf queen's attack, her prone body being covered by the bees from her hive, which have swarmed at the dancers. When the Elf Queen turns her powers on Magrat, attempting to stop her resistance by dismantling her identity, she exposes the unexpectedly valorous core of Magrat's being, something which Granny had deliberately been stoking, aggravating and provoking all along for just this very outcome. Magrat attacks and subdues the Elf Queen just in time for the protection of the Elf King to arrive, a projection of the Elf King to arrive, and send the Elves back to their world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she punches the shit out of the elf queen a whole bunch of times that was pretty cool right Just straight up like fuck all the magic fuck all this shit yeah <laughs> even though she kept feeling the glamour right she kept yeah. feeling uh yeah. she was just so pumped up that it just overpowered and was like no yeah i'm me and i'm gonna punch you in the face a bunch yeah that's a that's a teenage girl on instagram looking at instagram getting self-esteem she's looking at all these influencers and she's like you know what i'm good enough right she puts her phones down i'm gonna live my life right and then i don't know just punches a girl for no reason beats up the paparazzi yeah uh granny appears to be dead but then nanny and McGrath learn that she has actually borrowed her bee's hive mind, a feat thought impossible. They break open a window in the castle where Ridcully has reverently laid Granny's body, enabling the bees to get close enough for her to regain consciousness. Nanny points out to McGrath that Granny's letter to Varence has had a great positive impact on McGrath's life, as well as giving her the strength to fight the Elf Queen. McGrath and Varence are married by Ridcully. Later, Granny and Ridcully make peace with their past, and their place in the universe. 
The growing sense of impending death she had been feeling had been due to the impending deaths of some of her parallel selves. Yeah, which is weird because nobody had, I don't think anybody's experienced that before, right? And no other character. Yeah, but she is one of the more powerful characters in all the discs. Hmm. So, you know, if, if somebody would feel it, it would be like her and Rid Cully and possibly like two or three others, you know. Yeah. And maybe her sister would be able to do the same thing. Maybe, um, yeah. Where's her sister at this point? Oh yeah, her sister's just stuck in mirrors. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Well, that was Lords and Ladies. Indeed. So yeah, that was pretty pretty fun one. Uh, let's see. Any other inf- interesting information? Um. Oh yeah. Let me. Uh, where's my notes? I mean, it was uh, a lot to do with, like, L-Space, you know, traveling between worlds, shit like that. Um, Oh, my God. Look at this review. In 1995, Kirkus Reviews, I I hate critics, considered the novel a so-so addition to a mostly hilarious series, but praised the agreeably wry, self-deprecating quality of the humor. In other words, British humor. In 2000, Publishers Weekly found it uneven, noting that only in the last third of the novel does Terry Pratchett strike a successful balance between the action, imagination, and comedy, and that the fun only begins once the smiling, sadistic elves actually appear, ultimately concluding that the novel is unlikely to widen Pratchett's readership. It's just dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're yeah, coming critics. into like the fourth book in a series. Right. And, and yeah, there's a different kind of way to write for when yeah. you're furthering a plot. Yeah. Or character development. They needed, he needed to go through certain things before he can get to the fucking elves and shit. Like, <laughs> I hate, I hate. Yeah, I know. Critics suck. Yeah. Critics suck. Haters suck. Such as all the haters in my comment section. <laughs> yes, I agree. Because they're y'all. they're just low rent critics, right? It's like when it's like when a, when like most Google Google reviews are just people who are insane, right? And they're crazy unhinged enough to actually get an account with Google uh, maps just so that they can leave a strongly worded review <laughs> yeah. about a taco place. Or God forbid anybody who has a, what's that? What's the, Yelp? Has right. like a Yelp account. Right. And then they go off cause they're crazy yeah. and critics are also insane. They just have it more under control and you know, in the sense that people can't see it. Yeah. Anyway, fuck the haters. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, well, we still got a couple... We got some time left. Yeah, we do. What um, else are we going to talk about? Any oh, other popular references? Um, any other interesting factoids about this book? Hmm? Let me see if I can... Uh, while I'm looking for something like that... Um, also, I did get that RPG, the role-playing game, Discworld role-playing Oh, book. yeah! So what's up with that? Um... I'm working on getting a party together that's willing to play it because it is like the nerdiest thing on the world in, in, <laughs> on the planet. Yes. Um, would you be down? Probably not. No. Oh. <laughs> I can't do it, man. I got all these other fucking stupid ass projects. I know. 
and I I'm I'm fit not even as busy as you but I'm fairly busy myself and I yeah. I'm it's gonna be hard for me to find time uh to do it yeah how long do you think it'll take um it's just like you know it's a day a week or every other week uh I'm gonna have to get certain people who are gonna be able to make it there like every time and then it's gonna be yeah I can't do that I can't, <laughs> I can't do that I'll I'll fuck it up because I'll just be like can we change the thing? last minute <laughs> can we fucking do Tuesday and you're like it it is Tuesday. <laughs> Let's go, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Um, I forget what this is even. I think there's a fan film about this. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. it, there's a play, which Stephen Briggs, he turned it into a play and stuff. Oh, very cool. Disc, Discworld. Oh, yeah, I see it here. Interesting. Yeah, it's a play. That's crazy. In three parts, maybe more. Yeah. What do you think of the elves? Did you like them? That, like I was saying, it's it's. Whenever I go into like a fantasy world, I kind of like that for elves to be also like equivalently half like just kind of like humans, you know, like oh. not not necessarily evil, not necessarily good. So you also don't like the Lord of the Rings version where they're these noble, golden. Those are still because they're still tall. they're still like flawed, you know. Yeah. But also have their redeeming qualities. Like these are just straight flawed. There's no redeeming qualities for these. They're just trying to eat or kill. Like mm-hmm. there's no like. Well, they're just these delinquents, really. Yeah. They're just a bunch of delinquents. That's why, like, I don't like. Because I, I want there to be like a. Uh, uh, some kind of redeeming shit to to most of the racial shit, like most of the races in most uh, fantasy worlds. So like even every time I see orcs, I'm like, yeah, like let's let's give the orcs some redeeming qualities. You know, most of the oh, time yeah. they're just like raving mad animals. But like, have you ever played Skyrim or any of the mm-hmm. Oblivion? Yeah. Well, there's this um, web comic series that I read. For a long time, I'm still reading it because it's still just ongoing, and it's based on the prem- on that premise. I've, I've told you about this before. It's called yeah. Goblins, but yeah. it's it's basically that. It's um, it's a world where it's a D and D game, but they're living in it. And one day, these goblins, um, they're trying to prevent these adventurers from devastating their village yeah. again to get a gold chest. So they, one of them, crazy, he comes up with the idea like, why don't we just the adventurers that died, why don't we just scrape off their uh, attributes and take them, right? So then they have, but it was just ridiculous. They have like, you know, half a thief attribute, right? So they could just halfway steal something. Yeah. They just cobbled together character sheets, basically. And then they go on adventures. And yeah. it's almost like these are monsters becoming people now. Humans. Yeah. Not human, but, you know, people. I've watched this uh, anime recently called Goblin Slayer. Mm-hmm. It's pretty brutal. Uh, it's in a fantasy world. Um, Anime, you said? Yeah. It's it's intense. Uh, mm-hmm. It's in a fantasy world and like, oh, there's you can go and uh, become like an adventurer and you have certain rankings. And uh, once you hit a certain rank, you can take on certain creatures. Mm-hmm. And there's the main character is like 
he's psychologically fucked. Mm -hmm. Uh, Goblins did something to his parents whenever he was young, Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now he dedicates his entire life to killing goblins. Like, he could probably go and, like, 1v1 a dragon, but he just dedicates his whole life to just murdering goblins. That's pretty cool. And, like, episode one, one of the goblins rapes a chick. Uh Uh-oh. Like, one of those animes. It's it's a brutal Part fucked two, up anime. It's violence anime. Dude. The best. <laughs> but like fantasy realistic violence is some mm-hmm. of the wildest shit because it's like, yeah, a goblin would probably rape a human. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Those are just always like berserk. <laughs> yeah. Where, where, oh, yeah. Berserk is so fucked. Yeah. yeah. Everything is so fucked in that, in that uh, series and in the movies. Yeah. There's a, I started watching this one called Paradise Neverland on Netflix, but they haven't gotten too far. Oh, Promise Neverland. Promise Neverland. Yeah, yeah I've they, seen they haven't it, gotten yeah. that far. It was pretty good though. It's that one's crazy. Um, I guess they got a manga, but I don't read manga. Yeah, uh, Hell's Paradise is a fucked up good one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what was uh, Dead Man Wonderland? Mm-hmm. That one's uh, about a bunch of prisoners who all can do different stuff with their own blood. Yeah, that one's crazy. What's it called? The uh, Dead Man Wonderland. Hmm. That sounds good. Um, and then I didn't, I didn't like. I watched a good bit of it. I never finished Naruto, but they have a much better, to me, a much better ninja anime called Basilisk. Basilisk. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, better than Naruto. Yeah, for sure. Whoa. It's uh. That's those are strong words. People will come for you. Naruto sucks compared to Basilisk. <laughs> right. Wow. Um. Well, no, yeah, they had like it's more realistic powers, but like still crazy. Like one of the power chicks, uh, female ninjas, she can like suck people's blood through skin to skin contact. Hmm. So at one point, she just gets completely naked, wraps herself around a dude, and dry sucks him dry completely. Wow! But then she has to she has so much excess blood in her, she has to throw it up. I was just gonna say, I was like, did she shit blood? <laughs> Immediately vomited it up. <laughs> God damn. That sucks. It's such a good that, that one's so good. She probably shits blood. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. A little bit of blood in your that shit. That kinda never. sucks because then she knows she can't tell if it's a medical emergency. <laughs> do I have a hemorrhoid or did yeah, I just exactly. suck the last person too much? Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty dicey proposition. Well, beginning with shit and ending with shit. Yeah. It's good. You got <laughs> shit or get off the pot. You got shit or get off the pot. You almost didn't know what to say. Shit or get off the pot. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it started with, with, you know, passing out with shit and then it ends with bloody shit. So, I mean. It's good. The, me- the message of this episode is go to your doctor. If you yeah. see any irregularities in your stool, um, don't push too hard. Yeah, definitely don't push too hard. Butthole health is important. Yeah. And don't, uh, and you cannot sustain a diet of vodka for that long. Also affects your shit. So just. Or bagel bites. Or bagel bites. Oh, bagel, yeah. Bagel bites and Bacardi 151. <laughs> Not good for your asshole. This has been our PSA. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> This one's this is a pretty bad one. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thanks for joining me. <laughs> yep. Glad we did this again. Definitely. Thank you for for uh, doing this with me again. Yeah. Melissa and can't wait till we can make eye contact again. <laughs> Look, looking forward to that. 
uh, day, whenever it comes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll uh, talk to you all again later. Uh, probably not, maybe about assholes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll not talk about armpits next time or yeah. something, right? Yeah. Something light. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening. Really, thank you. This, especially this episode. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>